Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Oh, yo, I'm going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! mindset when you stepped in the batter's box? Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. Make the right play. And in life, it's the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me. Here's Michael What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode Got a really special guest here today with me, um, Edward Davis, NFL sports agent. Listen, call my agent on uh, Instagram. Not a game. Uh, how you doing Not today, a game. Sir? Not a Jelani, game. Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Practice. Of course, of course. Um, we're talking a little bit beforehand. Um, you know, we're kind of from the same area a little bit, but we'll get into that. But of course, I always love to start off the, uh, the podcast asking. Um, know what the game means to you i know you're an nfl agent i'm pretty sure you played ball growing up a little bit so um what's the game mean to you you know what um, what's your mindset when you stepped in the batter's question. box um i think that I mean, the game what the game means to me is, is, is uh, opportunity uh coming from where we come from a lot you know growing up there's not many outlets for us you know we, we, we play sports you're in the entertainment music or you're doing you know, other things. The way we approach the game, um, so the I feel like sports and what the game the right was mine way right out was my opportunity. Make the right so from, as a kid like from playing football and basketball right and baseball, and I always that. knew that, hey, my way out was so my opportunity Sometimes the sports. sports. Things are the hardest things to do. Um, that's what the game and, means uh, to me, an opportunity. Of course, I, I love it. I love it. Like you said, um, like what I just said too. Like I said, we're kind of from the same area. Grew up in the Stone Mountain area. Yeah, we both played ball at CDJ. Um, I think you live not too far away from where I played a little t-ball at as well. So, um, growing up, what was uh, you know some of the sports that you played? If you had any idols, um, favorite players, favorite teams, um, whatever the case may be. So, growing up from day one, football was always my favorite sport. Um, I played a little basketball, but I was a role player. Uh, I wasn't that I wasn't that good in basketball, so I stopped playing basketball in middle school and uh, played baseball. I think like t-ball. Hmm. Um, and I, you know, looking back, I wish I would have stuck with baseball, but uh, I didn't play that for long. That football, yeah, football was the was the sport was my go-to sport. Um, and growing up, my idols were um, uh, John Elway. That was my favorite quarterback. Um, as a kid, him and Cordell Stewart, he was he was one of the few black quarterbacks that I saw at the time. And then uh, as I got older, I got into Steve McNair, um, and then uh, later ended up liking Peyton Manning. Those are my those are my guys. Peyton Manning is probably my favorite 
football yeah. player of yeah, all. That was my that was, that was my guy too. That's a uh, one of the main reasons I started liking the Colts. I'm a Falcons guy, as you see. I got the Falcons yeah. jersey on as well. But yeah, Peyton Manning was I think first person I, I you know I just hold on to for some reason. Uh, it's probably also because I didn't like the Patriots and Tom Brady. So hey, hey I'm <laughs> in the business now, so I can't say too much. But yeah, exactly. Pay was my guy. Peyton is my <laughs> guy. So I um, yeah, that was that was that. Um, and I um, I am a Falcons fan, uh, Georgia team, which is why our, our colors is red, black, and white. So you know, just kind of try to pay a little homage to the to the hometown. Of course, had to, had to. So, um, first question I kind of wanted to get into about, of course, like I said, you're an NFL sports agent. Um, when did you kind of know that you wanted to work in sports and kind of go that route um, and become an agent? Uh, to be honest, I think it was maybe my junior year when I was watching the combine, and um, I, I noticed that Cam Newton was six five, about two thirty, two forty. <laughs> And I was six foot, like <laughs> you know, it's like, but maybe, maybe I'm not going to make it to the NFL. And it's funny because I always say, I told people this was before Russell Wilson and, and Kyle Murray, but it was actually, I came out the year Russell, we both came out together, but mm-hmm. um, at, back in those days, it wasn't cool to be a, a six foot quarterback, a 5'11 quarterback. You need to be yeah. six, three and up. Um, so, and I, and I, um, went to Virginia state university, which is a division two school. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that, you know, my chances of making a pro wasn't probably wasn't going to happen. So I just pivoted and, uh, it was between being an NFL coach and being an agent. And I just liked, uh, I like after doing my research, I liked mm-hmm. the idea of being an advocate for the players and fighting for the guys. Yeah. Um, um, that's what led me to being an agent. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So did you study it when you was in school at uh, Virginia State? Yeah, definitely. I, 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 I think my first crash course on being an agent is everybody. It's the same for everybody. We we, we see Jerry Maguire. We watch yeah. the movie and, you know, it's like, okay, okay, I like this. And then uh, I started to um, look up sports agent blogs and I look up, you know, looked um, into um, YouTube videos and just try to, you know, learn a little bit about the business. And, you know, I did my research on all the pioneers and, you know, the, the, the men and women uh, before me who, you know, led way, led the way for us. And mm-hmm. and now I'm at the point now where I'm, I'm blazing my own trail. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, I guess, like I said, after that, you know, kind of going through you know school and was able to uh, you know graduate and everything. What um kind of like what was those next steps to becoming a you know a sports agent like kind of like you know you got your degree and everything you know you're starting starting off on your own like what was that first I guess initial step in order to so get that business right now? The first step is to you want to get an internship. That was mm-hmm. the that's the that's the plan. You want to get in and learn on basically on somebody else's dime. You know somebody else's stand on their shoulders and and, and learn from their experience. But unfortunately for me, I didn't have that opportunity. So when I graduated, um, I, I reached out to different agents in the field and nobody would bring me in because the, the the part that they don't tell you is you don't get an internship at um, for an agency unless you, you're bringing them a player or you're such and such son yeah. or daughter. Now, if you have that is nepotism is, is 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 big in the in the field because it's so competitive. Exactly. Uh, so uh, I didn't have either. So I, I mean, I reached out to everybody. I, I landed one. I guess you can call it an internship, but mm-hmm. I really felt like um, 
I wasn't gaining anything because I didn't, you know, get any field training. I didn't um, pretty much all I was doing was Microsoft Excel recording the stats. So Mm -hmm. I I realized, hey, I'm not really learning from this. So I broke off from that. And, um, you know, the type of person I am, I just I said, you know what, I got to get in it. And we launched Checkmate Sports in uh, 2018. We had our first. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We had our first draft class this past year. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I guess you could say it's the worst time in the launch of business in, a, in the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic exactly, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we was blessed enough. We was able to get two guys that were unranked prior to the draft. Um, one to Christian Angelo from Hampton University. He ended up um, signing with the New York Giants. And mm-hmm. Travis Reed from South Alabama, he ended up signing with the Indianapolis Colts. So, um, yeah, that was a that was a um, our coming out party this year. Yeah, that's big time. That's big time as well because now, well, I guess it's not really a winning team, but first place in you know the NFC East at the moment. And then, uh, um, Travis sounds like you said he's with the Indianapolis Colts and they're right there in first place as well in the AFC. So that's really cool. Um, well, the, the unfortunate part is they actually both got cut. Ah. Yeah, well, yeah, a, but the opportunity, like I said, you yeah, still get guys that exposure. We did yep. our job and we got yeah. them. Um, and so you know, we we still working for them. We got them couple mm-hmm. workouts with other teams after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's that's the business. You there yep. one day and you get, you get cut. Yeah, but it's like, but you did your part in, in order to get them that workout, that trial, and everything. It's up to them at that point to kind of you know showcase their skills and everything. So makes right. sense. Um, I guess like I got kind of two questions going off of that. Um, you know, kind of you know helping those guys get those uh those deals. What's um, what's I guess what's the thing that you look for in guys that like makes you say like, hey, I, I need to represent them or I want to represent them. Okay, well, the first year this been our last year been our first year we had to come out. We had to get guys that were under the radar because yeah. you know the first second round guys the you know the, the big agents were already on them and it was going to be super competitive. And then us coming, uh, we got certified in October. That's when they gave us permission to start recruiting. Uh, But that's halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. So by the time we got into this, you know, recruiting, all the big agents have already been, you know, on the recruiting trail. So I tried to um, look for guys who had the attributes and the skill set to make it Mm -hmm. in the NFL. but for whatever reason, they were under the radar. So maybe they they had to transfer or, you know, they were coming from a JUCO or mm-hmm. um, they were in a bad system. So we was trying to look for guys like that. And um, Travis and Christian, they both fit that bill for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, it worked for us. Yeah, it, it worked to perfection. We got them into the league with no pro day. Um, they mm-hmm. didn't have all they, – they didn't go to the all-star games. Um, they didn't they didn't have an invite to come by yeah. and we still were able to get them into, into the league. So I think that uh, we did a good job when it come when it came down to actually um, picking the guys um, as far as our first year. We definitely learned from that. So uh, we're excited to announce our draft class for this year. Uh, so we'll probably be knowing that within a week or two once all the final games are the games done. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be excited to uh, check that out and look and see who's uh who's whose names are in under uh, Checkmate Sports for sure. But, um, I guess it might be a little obvious, um, you know, maybe to us or even to some others. But what do you what would you say is the biggest challenges? I guess being a sports agent and having to represent guys that 
didn't have a pro day or don't have like you know some tape or you know weren't invited to the combine and everything versus guys that you know have those type of credentials um i guess the the hardest thing is 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 knowing that it's a long shot mm-hmm. you know and having the right mindset to still want to take that challenge on because it takes a special person to know that hey the odds are against me but i'm still going to do it anyway and you know this being like i told you sports is an opportunity for me and i feel like um nobody's going to give you what you deserve you got to take mm-hmm. it and so i i looked at it at, at you know that's the that's how we approached it yeah. and um i feel like just trying to get i think honestly the pandemic and mm-hmm. and not to of course it is a horrible event mm-hmm. um but i think it kind of helped us in a way because when the lockdown first occurred, everybody just shut down. Yeah. Everybody said, Oh man, you know, every it was, it was, it was fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I'm, how I operate is when I'm worried or if I'm afraid, I just work. Yeah. So when everything shut down, instead of thinking, you know, the, the, the sky is falling, we just kept working. So we actually uh, created a virtual pro day for our guys. And so when everybody, you know, had stopped, we had our guys, you know, before they went home, we said, let's do a virtual pro day. So we had a cameraman come up, came, come, come to the training facility and they trained and we recorded everything. And um, I blasted it out via email and text messages to all the scouts mm-hmm. um, in the NFL and all the teams. And luckily for us, nobody else had did that. Yeah. So it really is. It's a really smart idea. And um, it worked to perfection because of the lockdown. The scouts weren't traveling. They were mm-hmm. all at home watching Netflix and, you know, with their family. <laughs> so when they received the email, they received the text. Oh, yeah, let's check it out. Mm-hmm. And when they saw the video, um, the Giants like what they saw in Christian and mm-hmm. the Colts like what they saw in Travis and that leapfrog them over a lot of guys who played at bigger schools with, with better resumes. And um, that's how we got him into the league. Yeah, that's cool. So like I said, great idea. Um, Cause I know it probably was early on, like the virtual thing I know with Zoom and everything kicked in later on, but now is the, now is the, it's the norm, but yeah, it's like you guys were ahead of the curve and was able to get you guys in. So kudos to that for sure. Um, Thank you. Next, as I don't want to uh, get, too far off track but i had another question um kind of like you kind of just said it like you blasted it out to you know different teams and agents and all that kind of how is uh because i know it's probably hard what is like the process or steps to even trying to make those relationships and getting those contacts um you know with these different uh people in the organizations i'll be honest with you it is extremely difficult because it's a good old boy network Yep. You know, um, the thing that I realized about this industry, it's not about I'm not going to say it's not about it, but it's it, it's about talent. But it's not it's put it like this. Mm-hmm. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like we do. Yeah. OK. And the people inside the industry, the gatekeepers know that. So they, they make it extremely difficult for people to get in it because they know that their position could be taken exactly. get it so it's 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 it's, it's very difficult to um 
get those connections, which is why it's so important to get an internship or to work with somebody who have those connections so that they can introduce you to the right people. Um, unfortunately for me, uh, me being a knucklehead, you know, <laughs> I said, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to pay to play, you know? So mm-hmm. I got it. I basically, you know, just jumped out here mm-hmm. and, um, paid to go to dinners. You know, I, I went to the dinners, went to the meetings, you know, uh, at the combine, I'm, I'm at the bar buying drinks for the scouts. You know, I'm, I'm at the senior bowl, you know, introduce myself, you know, just doing all the grunt work, all the dirty work. And, um, it paid off. It paid yeah. off. And, um, you know, I, I definitely didn't meet as many people as I wanted to, but the, the thing about it is good people, um, Good people recognize good people. So exactly. people that I did um, build a bond with, you know, they, they looked out for me. Um, and that ultimately helped me to get my guys um, into the league later down the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I totally hear that because I'm, you know, a little bit in the sports sports industry as well. I graduated sports administration degree and everything that you kind of saying is like echoing kind of like what I've seen, you know you got to kind of be prepared. Like, you know, people have internships coming out of high school. Sometimes I didn't even realize that. Like I didn't get my first one to grad, like me graduating. Cause it was required. And, you know, just being ahead of the curve helps in, in different you know situations. But like you just said, like you kind of, you know, took it upon yourself and sometimes it, it take, it takes that as well, you know, mm-hmm. in order to get the step ahead. So, you know, kudos to that. And also like, of course, what you know, what you guys are doing, because, you know, you just creating more opportunities for, you know, guys that look like us. So, um, yeah, and definitely. Um, thank you. I, and and I guess um, going through that process of trying to get an internship because I took it personal, actually, mm-hmm. because my um, my high school principal was uh, is an agent now. And, oh, wow. you know, I, I you know, while I was in undergrad and grad school, I was following his, you know, his journey mm-hmm. as an agent. And uh, I was like, OK, well. I, I was the quarterback in high school. I was a good kid. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't, you know, troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume if I reached out to him, he would give me an internship. That was yeah. the nepotism. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that's how everybody else do it. Let's, yeah. let's do it that way. Yeah. And do it that way. You know, exactly. they never, they never gave me an opportunity. And um, so I, I said, you know, if I ever got in this position, you know, I was always going to reach back. So mm-hmm. uh, we actually had our first intern last year, um, T, uh, T. Andre Mitchell, and mm-hmm. she actually um, became full time with us this past year. And um, she's a, a black, black female agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually has a, a you know, we got, we got some big news announced for her, you know, at the end of the yeah. season. Yeah. And I say that to say, you know, I love I like it's We always hear about the pioneer. We always mm-hmm. hear about oh, this is the first person to do this or the first person to do that. And I, I feel like I'm blazing the trail with Checkmate. Mm-hmm. But what we don't hear a lot of, OK, who's who's the second? Who's the third? Mm-hmm. Because it seems like that person, whoever's first, never yeah. helps the next person. Next up. person. It's like, exactly. it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I inspired them. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know, you inspired them to go through the same treachery that sure. you had to go exactly. through. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, I feel like our community, we don't, we don't always have to go through a struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, 
We don't have to embrace the struggle every every time when nobody yeah. else is doing that. So when I started Checkmate Sports, it was a passion of mine to not only get into the space and, and, and dominate, but to help the next uh, person who wants to do it. And that's why we launched um, the Checkmate Sports Sports Agent Masterclass. Yeah. So every year we want to bring in people who who – who it, it don't you don't have to have LeBron doesn't have to be your best friend you know you don't have to have a first round draft pick or you don't have to somebody has to be your dad if you want to be an agent mm-hmm. you can come to our class pass the class and then we'll bring you up through our through our intern program our internship mm-hmm. and we'll bring you you know give you all everything that you need to become an agent and that's what we did with T we did a test run this year with her and it worked to perfection. And um, I, I, I'm actually more excited about her draft class than my own. So um, it just feels good because you know it just it just it just feels good to know that hey I'm I'm making an impact on not exactly. only athletes but other people who look like me and you know just want an opportunity. Exactly. Yep. And uh, you just brought it up. It was actually my next question. I was going to say that you know your company is uh, launched uh, something to basically help those that you know with a college degree or without can become a sports agent um, and, and get into the field. So if you could you know, t- just talk a little bit about that, like, you know, where the website is, uh, kind of the steps they need to go through and then, you know, how they can okay, so become a sports agent. The website is sportsagentmasterclass.com. It's a mouthful, but it's sportsagentmasterclass.com. <laughs> if they go to my Instagram, uh, call my agent underscore, the link is there as well. So they can click that. And uh, basically the first class is going to be January 5th. Um, okay. 2021 at 8 p.m. and uh, free class, and it's basically just a introduction into um, our internship program and what we have to offer. And if it's something that you know we if we extending it to anybody who works in the field, anybody that wants to get into the space, um, and if that's something that they want to do, the opportunity is there. Um, because the, like I like like I just always talk about why I say the opportunity is. This is America, you know, and, and the good and the bad with America, the, the supposed to be the good part is the opportunity. Yep. And, you know, and a lot of times we don't feel like we have an opportunity, you know. Exactly. And so um, I just wanted to, you know, we're not making any promises to anybody saying that they're going to be the next, you know, superstar agent. We're mm-hmm. just saying, hey, you have the opportunity if you want to do it. Because when you get into spaces, it is, it is, it is a, it's difficult, but um, we we're going to cut the learning curve in half, and we're going to cut the cost in half. Because if you try to do it yourself without um, anybody helping you, mm-hmm. it's a, it's very expensive. Yeah, and that's coming from you know someone that did it themselves, and then you know, you know started their own company. Credit card bill to prove it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, gosh, I said I bet I, w- I wouldn't even want to take a peek at that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but um. Next thing I kind of wanted to talk about uh, was, of course, I kind of went backwards, but I wanted to talk about, you know, Checkmate Sports and, you know, just the the one, I know you talked about a little bit before, but just the idea of uh, getting that up and running, um, kind of everything that went into that, you know, like starting the business, how were you able to start the business, kind of like, um, was it running by yourself? You know, did you have any type of help? Um, the idea, even like you said, with the colors, the logo, like everything that kind of just went into the, you know, the process of making Checkmate Sports. Okay, so Checkmate Sports actually started as a uh, party promotion team, and I started my freshman year in college. Being from Atlanta, you know, we, we 
Yep. We're, we're familiar <laughs> with the nightlife scene. So when I yeah. went to school at Virginia State University, um, I noticed that the music scene wasn't the same as that. <laughs> so uh, it first started off, I would just tell my, my teammates and my buddies about people like Travis Porter and mm-hmm. um, Swag yeah. Surf. And, yeah. you know, and like, oh, man, this is great. You know, this is yep. so I had that. I said, you know what? Maybe I should throw up ATL party. Let's throw a party. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so I actually threw a party and um i came up with checkmate you know and, and it was supposed to be uh a play on a word like check you know an actual yeah. checkmate and yeah. said, you know what checkmate is in victory so we put it all mm-hmm. together and um when i started to um and i got an llc for it and everything back in those days so when i oh, wow. got ready to when i got into grad school they you know they wanted us to make a, a project about what we're going to do when we get out and mm-hmm. i thought about the company and i remember mm-hmm. the name so it was checkmate sports and uh, how i funded the company was i used to be a fantasy football um professional player so oh, wow yeah when fantasy um when FanDuel and DraftKings first came out i've always been like the guy who's been ahead of the curve yeah uh, sounds I, like I, it yeah i got into that space really early and I started to, um, I taught people how to play and I signed up people through the affiliate program. So mm-hmm. I, I made some good money through that and then through real estate. And uh, once that I got my capital to the point where I could, you know, recruit players, um, we went ahead and fully launched Checkmate. Um, and I did it myself, like literally just me um, getting out here grinding mm-hmm. and along the process of me um you know doing the work i met a lot of good people um who wanted an opportunity and everybody that's now with checkmate they're not the traditional um what you would call sports agent or somebody that works in the Mm -hmm. field you know uh, a guy a friend of mine is uh his name is robert he's a he's a uh, hispanic and Mm -hmm. um but he's he's really good at what he does and then my uh other buddy is uh james tuck tucker he's um He's not, he's a black male and, and T she's a you know a black female. So mm-hmm. um just everybody that 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 won an opportunity. Um and but they're really good at what they do. They just didn't yep. have it. So along the way, you know, we, we built the bond and you know, we brought them in and now we're all working and we just clicking. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's a great it's a wonderful story. I'm gonna have to probably get up with you later on um about the fan duel and all that. I'll be making a little Ten cent, five dollars, and all that. I'm trying to get the oh. big bucks. Oh yeah, see, see I, honest, I hate to say it, but I think you might have missed that wave because yeah. that was about 2014, 2015 when I was yeah. doing. Now the computer scripts took over. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you in the you in the game with one lineup for a million dollars, and you going against somebody who has a 150 lineups, and they're using mm-hmm. a computer. You know, so it got really difficult. But in the early days, um, you you. You know, before all that, you can make some good money. And that's when yeah. I was. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I was like, I figured I missed it because I've only been doing it. I think I started doing it like early last year or something I mean, like that. It, but I mean, if you, uh, you can do it for fun, it, it definitely. Yeah. I really just do it for fun. But yeah, you know, I'll be seeing. Yeah. It makes the game better to watch. But as far as being a professional where you're mm-hmm. betting, you know, two, three thousand dollars a week, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it um, unless you, you know, <laughs> Uh, math, computer science. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My fault. My, my camera went. I don't know why, but yeah. I um personally, like I said, I think the most I've ever put in in a day is maybe 
three dollars four dollars so <laughs> so yeah it's like and maybe came out like most i've ever come out with is like 15 to 20 somewhere in there so oh, i'm proud of my little right. i'm proud yeah, of my little chump change yeah i'm proud of my little chump change but like i said uh I guess I probably missed that way, but it, it's that's a, another story for another day. Um, but with the like I said, just getting back on track, I guess with the with Checkmate Sports, I kind of wanted to you know, um, pick your brand a little bit because I know, of course, we've already talked about a little bit this uh industry's you know kind of hard. So I know there's you know some success stories, but also not really failure stories, but you know things that you may be able to learn from, like mistakes and stuff made. So I guess if you had any you know a success story that maybe you or a client had you know together or uh, any mistakes that you know or a story of a mistake that you may have made to where you like you learned later on in the end okay i start off with the i guess the the, the mistake or the bad stories mm-hmm. um when i got into the space um it was it was a player that i was going after and mm-hmm. i thought this person was the next great uh quarterback you know, mm-hmm. I, and the funny thing is, when you're when you're new, you're naive. You think you you think you 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 think you yeah. discovered yeah. gold. You know, <laughs> so I'm um I, I I met this kid via my old high school teammate, and it was his little cousin. And he was saying, "Hey man, you need to check him out." He just threw mm-hmm. six touchdowns. I said, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went and you know verified, and he did throw yeah. six touchdowns. So I was on the plane. You know, soon after that, checking him out, watching the game. Mm-hmm. Ended up, um, you know, building that relationship with him and his family. Um, got him to commit to me, he, you know. So he was like, "Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm rocking with you." I was like, "Okay, great, great, great. Yeah. We, we, we got it." <laughs> and then the end of the season came, and this this kid got some, you know, some awards and accolades. Mm-hmm. And then the communication just ceased. Stop. Yeah. It was. It was just. That was it. And I was just like, "Whoa." You know, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I I, I was just like, it was uh, it was it was tough. But like I told you, when when things happen to me, it seems like my way to the way I cope is I I work. I just continue Mm -hmm. to work. So instead of, you know, harping on it, you know, I think I just I I just kept working. And I, I because I didn't get him, I ended up stumbling into Travis and Christian, and the that transitions to the 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 most rewarding part or the mm-hmm. best part of my journey so far yeah. is um, after I didn't get that that particular player, mm-hmm. um, I met with Travis, and mm-hmm. um, I remember going down with my uh, fiance at the time. We married now. We uh, we was just you know having. Have it. This was end of the season, so we was you know about to about to sign them, and I was just curious. Mm-hmm. I was like, Travis, um, if we didn't come down here, you know, because I knew he was under the radar. I knew yeah. I knew a lot of people wasn't on him. I was like, what you know, what would you be doing? And he told me, when I followed, I said I'd probably be driving trucks. Oh, wow. So I was like, so you wouldn't yeah. even be trying to go to the league. You wouldn't be yeah. trying to do, you know. He said, uh, probably not. And it kind of, at first it kind of threw me off because I was like, well, damn, man, does he even believe he can make it? You know? Exactly, yeah. And, um, you know, so I ended up, you know, I realized that it wasn't that he didn't believe in himself. It's just he came from uh, humble beginnings, you know, mm-hmm. a small town in Mississippi. So, he, I mean, he probably just didn't think, you know, he needed somebody to believe in him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we believed in him. 
we brought him to Atlanta, you know, invested in him, uh, got him top top of the line training. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up going to the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And I, and that was, you know, it was reward. It was rewarding to see that, you know, this guy was not to discount truck drivers. So that's a, mm-hmm. a, a great profession, you know, exactly. um, but it's just 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 think about it. If I got the, the first guy, then Travis is driving trucks and never gets mm-hmm. the opportunity, you know, but this is mm-hmm. how life how life takes yeah. place. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so Travis ended up going to the Colts. Christian ends up going to the Giants, which is, you know, was really exciting. And the whole full circle moment is the original player that I was going after never went to got to the league. Oh, wow. Yep. And so now I'm just tripping because if I would have invested in that player, him Mm -hmm. being a quarterback, he would have been way more expensive than those guys. And for if he didn't get to the league, I probably would have been bankrupt mm-hmm. because yep. now I invested in a player. They didn't make it to the league. And now I don't even have anything to stand on when it comes to recruiting the next year, because, you know, with the thing about this year, we can say, Hey, we got two guys that were unranked yep. in the league in a pandemic. So that, that, that builds our credibility and, and builds the company. But if we would have signed this guy and they didn't make it to the league, you know, this following season, we would basically, what will we have? Exactly. Yep. Is the guy just works in mysterious ways? Is he lose yeah. one, you get so, two, and then, like you said, just came full circle success. So, yeah. So it's uh, it's really it's really been and it's and it's helping me this second time around because mm-hmm. you know we we've experienced that as well um, this time around where some guys are going ghosts and you know mm-hmm. and but now we don't we don't really take it personal because yeah. we know was for you, was for you, and, you know, God's plan. Exactly. Exactly. I love so, it. And I, I just wanted working. to uh, – on my fault, you said what? No, yeah. So now, like I said, now we just keep working. That's oh, it. Yeah. Work. Yep. You say it, it – like we just reiterated, God works in a mysterious way. So it's like if, it, if it's for you, it's going to be for you. It's going to happen. So I say I love I love this story because, like I said, it's, it's it basically answers the question. It's both sides, and it's like one story, and it can't – like you said, it comes full circle. So – Mm-hmm. So it's it's a blessing to see. Um, with that, with that though, I, uh, real quick before I want to get into our little game later on, um, in the end, uh, you've been saying a few things like you say like expenses and, and stuff like that. So kind of just wanted to you know maybe tell the people like obviously like you everyone always sees or hears NFL agent or sees the big guys like you said like Jerry Maguire and think it's uh you know it's really cool like okay yeah cool I can become an agent but it's like you don't really see the grunt work or the behind the scenes work. Um, like you said, like sometimes you got to fly, you fly guys out or you have to fly the guys, you know, talk to them, maybe take yeah. them to dinner, stuff like that. So if you could, could kind of, you know, just talk a little bit to um, about that and just, you know, the grunt work, like you've been saying that you have to put in um, behind the scenes. So uh, as far as the training, um, paying mm-hmm. for expenses, uh, draft season, comp, pro day, combine training, we had uh, we flew all our guys into Atlanta um, mm-hmm. last year um, in yeah. January. And we had them, we rented out a, a house for them um, for mm-hmm. two months. And we had them train uh, at a local training facility, not too far from where they stayed at. And we just basically, you know, had got them a meal prep, had, mm-hmm. a, had them lift accounts, uh, Uber lift accounts, so mm-hmm. that they, you know, go and come as they please. And, you know, to be honest, you know, training, combine training is probably between on the low end, mm-hmm. 6000 
on the high end, 27,000 uh, per player. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, you got rental. Yeah, for rental costs, you can probably, you know, for two months, maybe 1500 to 2000 mm -hmm. on the low end. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to housing um, in Atlanta or, you know, you know the big cities where these guys want to train at. You probably want to spend about a thousand to two thousand a month, mm -hmm. um, you know, per player. So um, it, it gets up there. It, yeah. it gets expensive. Um, and you know the 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 crazy part is it, it didn't used to be like that back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could sign a player and they would train at college at their college and you know go to pro day but mm -hmm. now as the more and more money gets involved bigger agents and you know they, they throw the bells and the whistles in there and it attracts the players and it just trickles down yeah. and uh some of the grunt work is a lot of things where you know you just do things to try to stand out and um so you might drive four hours to a game just to say hey you know why they on the sideline just to see your face and then you're driving four hours back yeah you know, so just for them to go with another, wow. it, 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 it gets, it's, uh, it's crazy. But then, you know, you wake up like, like, uh, yesterday I woke up, LeBron signed a max deal for it. It was mm -hmm. 85 million. Yeah. And I woke up this morning, 80 woke, 80. signed a max deal for 190 mm -hmm. and that's going to clutch sports, you know? Yep. So it, it, it motivates you. you yeah, yep, that motivation. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a little light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Real quick, Steven. Steven, of course, that's my name. That's another guy from uh he's in he's on the uh network that I work with off the ball. So appreciate you for tuning in, Steven. If you got a question, of course, throw it in the chat now. Uh ask our guy Edward here. Shout um, out to Steve. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Um the next uh question, sorry, i am just coming up with questions. I've been having a good time talking to you, so I hope oh, yeah, you, you don't mind that we that we on. But uh I wanted to uh kinda ask uh the the thing that you've been saying, like, like I guess, kind of like maybe getting ghosted, or you know, certain prospects don't work out, and all of that. What, um, I guess is the biggest uh, qualities about yourself, or just being an agent in general, that you may need to have, like, if you're going to be in this business. Like, obviously, it sounds like tough skin, but mm -hmm. um, what's the biggest quality that you think you should have as an agent, or um, someone that's looking to become an agent? Mental toughness. Mm -hmm. Mental toughness. That's yep. the number one thing. Um, to understand, you know, what you're signing up for and understand that it's not going to be, um, it, it's, it's, it's a dog fight, yep. but you gotta be, you, you just gotta be willing to, to show up every day and do the work. Mm -hmm. hear that. It's yep. not rocket science, yeah. but it, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's difficult because I mean, I mean, I have, I have, man, I have stories for you, man. And <laughs> it, 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 it's funny. I do have stories for you, but um, mm -hmm. you, you just trust mental toughness. <laughs> oh man, um, Steve, you actually asked uh, how much of I know we talked about. I think a little bit earlier, but how much of the job is building relationships, or is it, you know, every business? It's all relationships. It's all relationships. Negotiating the contract uh, isn't that difficult. Uh, even even though the business is expensive, there's people, um, there's investors who will invest in you if you have that relationship. You know, 
Um, so like 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 the, the the masterclass we have people who are interested in being agents, if they come into the business and let's say they don't have, you know, twenty thousand dollars to invest, but they have a relationship with a player, I will give them the money for it, you know, because mm-hmm. um, it'll be going through the through the, the company. Exactly. Uh, so the That's a great question. But mm-hmm. relationships trumps all. In this, yeah. in this profession i figured like you said just that networking and, and building those connections to like you said earlier like that helped you get like when you when you did all you know the traveling going to uh senior bowl and all that you built those relationships right. and you was able to get your two guys in the league so all right that was nice and then um last one because i do want to get to this uh top three i have a few questions about that everybody knows kind of what top three is you know i ask you a question you kind of give me your top three whatever the category is but um Lastly, I just wanted to ask, you know, you've been t- talking about, of course, you know, you have a wife now, um, mm-hmm. family man, just overall kind of uh, what's that work, you know, work life balance relationship like in, uh, you know, kind of how has your wife, uh, you know, if at all, of course, I'm sure she has, uh, has helped in the process. Uh, um, I think it was Brandon. Brandon asked me that question, too. Um, I, I've been blessed because my 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 wife is very supportive in what mm-hmm. i do and i i think that you know it's all about um setting the tone early and mm-hmm. she understands that I'm, I'm very serious and passionate about my business um so i think she understands to to, to let me have you know to let me chase my dream mm-hmm. um and i think that was important because when i was getting into the business i noticed the 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 dark side of being an agent is a lot of felt failed marriages um mm-hmm. due to always being on the road you know and then the lifestyle mm-hmm. um that you know comes with being an agent so it's very it is difficult um for most um yeah. which is why i act like i don't have any kids right now because mm-hmm. i know, you know what we do is expensive and yep. you know i didn't want to you know you don't want to overextend yourself mm-hmm. so um you know i, I definitely you know i I, I got I got me a good one. Um, as yeah. far as you know, definitely definitely has our times where she may not want me to go on the road or something, mm-hmm. but she has the sense. She 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 understands the the exactly. end goal. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And much respect to holding down the marriage. Of course, like you said, the they always say what's the 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 thing. The secret to a uh, you know a good man is a, a good woman by his side. So, right. Shout out to Mrs. Davis. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and then last question she uh, wanted to know. Uh, I think you kind of said it, but uh, you know, how difficult is negotiating with these executives? Hey, you know what, Steve? He, he's that's a great question, and and, and it's funny transitioning from my marriage. Um, I, I I tell everybody all the time: if you can negotiate with your wife, <laughs> you can negotiate with executives. And uh, I, I think I had a lot of training. Uh, pre-training from dealing with her and mm-hmm. and negotiating and all that. So when it comes down to dealing with executives, there uh, as long as you 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 come um, and you are you're fair, you know mm-hmm. you're not trying to ask for first round money for mm-hmm. undrafted guys or you're not you know doing anything you know having um, unreasonable demands. Um, as long as you he said he said ten years yeah so. As long as you come to the table uh, with good intentions and you know fair, the executives they're 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 gonna take care of you. Yeah, I figure. Yeah, it's just kind of like you said, just knowing your numbers, knowing the guys that you have, and you know, I guess just making it all kind of like be common sense. But I do feel that as well. Like you guys have been saying, I think if you can, uh, you know, 
not argue, but, you know, talk with talk with your significant other and then you guys come to a mutual you know, understanding and agreement or you're able to convince her or something. I feel like no one else is scarier. No one. You can't you can't beat anybody like any anybody else is not a challenge. So, yeah, it makes perfect yeah. sense. I appreciate, uh, of course, I appreciate you, you know, for answering all our questions um, and my questions as well. Um, like I said, I kind of wanted to move over to top three where, you know, I just asked you pretty much, you know, your top three of a favorite category. And you pretty much, you know, you can give it in order if you want. Like some of them you might have orders, some of them you might not. But of course, uh, like I said, first one I wanted to ask top three. So we both are, you know, from Atlanta from or from the Atlanta area, east the east side of Atlanta. So your, fa- your three favorite players that have played in atlanta so it could be across you know braves falcons hawks whatever the case may be so your three favorite atlanta legends okay um number one Deion sanders okay um number two uh michael vick oh yeah yeah and number three it's tough Atlanta Legends. I guess yeah. we gotta go with Chipper. Chipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame certified third baseman. Yeah, I mean they're the only ones who won something, so yeah. we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta show them some respect. Yeah, as they they in in a sense kind of put us on the map and those yeah you know, with yeah. the respective oh, teams yeah. and I'm everything here, as here. well. So I'm gonna show Chipper some love. Yeah, got to understand. Understand. Um, I said three Atlanta Legends. Of course, I, I for that one I meant sports, but now I just you know popped up another. You know, question or from my top three. So three Atlanta legends to you it could be across music, acting, whatever. Just three Atlanta legends that okay. you feel. You know, uh, since I already said Dion, I'm not going to say him again. But I, I think mm-hmm. he is a legend playing both sports. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say Jermaine Dupree is one. Mm-hmm. Um, Evander Holyfield um, is another, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I mean. I'm, I'm I'm very big in the history, so it may not mm-hmm. be typical guys, but you got to go with Ted Turner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, has, he, he brought up yeah. who put it on for him. Yeah, Steve wanted to throw, throw a little. Yeah, Joe <laughs> no, Johnson. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no. Not, not popular with uh, with Edward. Yeah, he gets cut from my list as well. I I enjoyed his time at times with the Hawks, but yeah, yeah. but you know he he, he, got, he tried. You know, he got a good run. Yeah. A lot of money. Then he said outcast, so you know. Outcast definitely. That's why I said mine might not be as traditional. Yeah. Um, but it's personal to you. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you when you look at what Ted Turner did for Atlanta, I mean, yeah, he, he's an Atlanta legend. Yeah. Also, you know, um, uh, Maynard Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I, certain guys, like I said, I wouldn't even think about like you, you just put into a mom yeah, Ted Turner and Jackson for sure. Picture, you know, I think about yeah. real stuff, like real, yeah. real historical things yeah makes sense i love it um top three i guess moving a little away from atlanta but top three favorite uh sports movies oh my gosh oh man <laughs> i know it's, I know it's a bunch this of people this is difficult uh yeah. it's difficult honestly i guess you can i don't want to say jerry Maguire number one is not hmm. it's uh throw it in there throw it in there somewhere top three um give me go with rudy um i like rudy Mm uh i like above the rim Mm -hmm. uh man it's tough let's go with those three 
<laughs> I really gotta think about that because yeah. see, I feel like I'm leaving stuff out. Um, yeah, it's a, it's so many. It's like it's a, it's a broad question, I know, but it's yeah. a, it's so many different movies out there. I was just looking at, well, not looking physically, but like seeing like titles of ones um a few days ago, and I was like, there's so many out there that you yeah. just you know yeah. just forget about in general. So, mm-hmm. but you know, trying to stick on the football subject, you know, we got the football ones in there. So, um, top three favorite football players currently. Right now, um, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a quarterback guy. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and the last one, my clients. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my clients, all my clients, group of right. the last one. Yep, I like that. I like that. All right, and then um, I guess top three favorite sports teams growing up. Like uh, I guess. For example, like year wise, so like two thousand Lakers, like you know, when the championship. So if you do have it at all, favorite uh, sports the team going. Okay, so the Dirty Bird, Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um, year with Jamal Anderson, Chris Chandler, and OJ Santiago, all mm-hmm. of them. Um, and then I would have to go with I think it's the '95 Braves. Is that oh, one? Yeah, the one that? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah I think they. they yeah. And then the Hawks, and I don't even know about the Hawks. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, I guess you could say my favorite. Uh, take the Hawks side. Just give me the uh, yeah. the, the, um, the Rams when they beat um, my boy Steve there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love those Rams. Yeah, it was like, you ain't have to throw the Hawks in. There. I know it's tough to kind of put them in there. Yeah, they, they, make like, it um, tough. they make it tough for us. Yeah. Yeah, but this year we're looking up, you know, sign a lot of good guys. I feel like, you know, yeah. get it somewhere in top six. Hopefully. So Hopefully, it, right. it, it'll be nice to see. I, right. I forgot Stevens actually is a Rams fan, so he had to go oh, in yeah. Rams house. Nice, nice little, you know, nice little plug. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then last yeah. one, um, last top three. I wanted to get uh I guess your top three, if you can. Think about it. Um, your top three favorite sports moments, like your personal uh, top three favorite sports moments. Like I guess that you had. That I've had personally. Yeah. yeah. Man. Um, I guess my top three's personal is um, when we got, uh, you know, draft night 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we got Travis and Christian into the league. And um, I think that was just because it was just the uncertainty of, you know, these guys literally were unranked going into like the day of the draft. They had mm-hmm. no ranking. Um, and it was un- unfortunate because they didn't have a pro day. Yeah. So I, there was really no reason for anybody to know these, yeah. know, know our guys because yeah. they weren't on the radar. Yeah. So for us to get them into the league that day, um, it, it 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 showed me that everything that I I did the hard work paid off. Mm-hmm. So that was a uh, number one. Um, I think uh my I don't know the other favorite moments is probably watching Michael Jordan's last shot. Um, okay, with yeah. that yeah. was uh, uh amazing and uh. Probably watching um, Calvin Johnson uh, when he played against, I think it was the Dallas Cowboys. 
um, for Thanksgiving. And yeah. the reason why I said it is because I bet I, I was doing FanDuel at the time, mm-hmm. and I put a lot of money on Dread on on uh, <laughs> Calvin Johnson, and he delivered. Yeah. I think he had like three touchdowns that day. Yeah, and he just could not be stopped. And um, yeah, those yeah. probably my my top three moments. And you know what? It's unfortunate because me being an Atlanta fan, I don't mm-hmm. have any great moments. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I can tell you heartbreaks in the yeah top three. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna do top three heartbreaks. Yeah, yeah like, let's that, let's please. let's end it off with that one. Yeah, let's end it off with that one. Okay, you want to end it off with that one? Yeah. Um, oh. Number okay, who the, the third one is is going to be tough. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to combine them. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Sanders, Brett Favre leaving the Falcons. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that disgusts me. Um, <laughs> number 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 two was University of Georgia losing to Alabama. Yeah. Oh no no no! Number three, letting mm-hmm. Justin Fields leave. Yeah, <laughs> that, that hurt me. You that might be able to do a top ten off this one. Yeah, that that was that was that one. Um, number two was Georgia losing to Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. First, when I was in college, I think that was 08. Mm-hmm. I'm not sorry, not 08, 2012, when they lost to uh, to Bama. And then they lost to him again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we just can't beat Alabama. Yeah. And then, of course, number one is 28 to three. Yeah. That's uh, probably always going to be in history <laughs> at, at number one. <laughs> no worries for that one. Yeah. You know, no. I get I get picked on all the time for that, but you know, it's starting to die down a little bit, like slightly. But then again, this year it rolled right back around because you know week two and three, and even with Detroit, so it's like they they just can't stay away from stuff like that. And, I, and, you, and you know what's funny? Me being becoming an agent now, I can remove my quote unquote fandom. Yeah. So yeah. now, it's like, okay, y'all want to do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, right. And then, Steve said Vic getting in trouble gotta be, gotta in be trouble. Up there as well. Oh, you know what? That was that was um that was tough. That's just tough. That was tough for the city. And that was, it was tough. tough. Yeah. It was tough. And obviously just tough for him as well, you know, and there's people to this day that, you know, won't let it go. But, you know, there's guys out here doing way, way worse things. You know, he's giving back. He's, you know, started charities, giving money, like everything, literally done everything to kinda of, you know try to clear his name up and everything but you know you're not even gonna go down yeah there. i was about to say you can't go down that road but <laughs> gotta, end, gotta end this one on a high note gotta end this one on right. a high note um but again appreciate you for playing top three answering all my questions and everything um okay. before we head out i want to of course give you the opportunity to to plug uh you know your social media your website where they can find you um and checkmate sports and then also any uh words of encouragement or words of advice um for those that maybe wanted to get into the sports world um and become an agent at all Okay, so again, my my handle is call my agent is down there in the um in the box. It's you know with make sure you put the underscore at the end. Uh, if you interested in being a sports agent, want to sign up, you can go to sportsagentmasterclass.com. Again, sportsagentmasterclass.com. We have a free web class. It's going to start January fifth, two thousand twenty one at eight p.m. So that's when we want to get rolling for the spring. Um, spring season that way if you're interested you can come to the Super Bowl Senior Bowl um, Combine Pro Day all those things so somebody wants to be a sports agent go there that's your opportunity um, also um, 
what you said oh words of encouragement yeah. um just keep working just keep working that's yeah. the that's my words of encouragement because you know it's it, it's easy to say stay motivated think positive but we're humans and we're not always going to think positive we're not always going to want to get up and do it but at the end of the day just get the job done and everything will work out how it's supposed to work out so those yeah. that's my words of encouragement get back to work Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you again, Stephen, for you know tuning in. Uh, let us know it's a great show. Appreciate you for uh, your question and your um, you know activity and everything. Yeah, as always. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, of course, you already know where to find me at WTG MTM Podcast on Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook. What the game means to me as well. Again, appreciate uh, appreciate oh, another one. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you for tuning in as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you. Exactly. Um. Again, like I said, the show will be up. Um, thank you guys for you know tuning in for the live version. The audio will be up in a few days. Um, thank you for our guest Edward Davis for coming on and sharing his insight. It was definitely a pleasure, and uh, definitely have to do it again sometime. I, I really appreciate um, you know coming Thanks, on. Had, had a great had a great show. Like I said, love talking to the guy, especially you know around the corner, same area where I grew up as well. So um, all right, love it. Appreciate it. Uh, everybody have a great day. All right, take care. If you made it to the end of this episode, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I wanted to announce I finally surpassed a thousand listens, and it's all thanks to you guys, your support. Thank you for pushing me to be better each and every time I get on the mic. I wanted to also announce um, you know, some changes coming to the pod. Added my co-host Thad, and probably would be adding another co-host Devin Terry. Um, but just looking forward to bringing you guys more sports content and hopefully some more amazing people and amazing stories as well. Hope to see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one.